I can't read that. Tal's got a window up on the chat. I Adam, can't. I've yet to. S- s- You've yet to. Full seven slimy snakes. No, no, we're now we're now playing the um, the match game. You have to match our celebrity. Well, <laughs> what do you say? I have yet to. S- Summer ah time. For a second, I thought that said I have yet to see your tarts and was about to be offended. I, at first, I thought he misspelled tits. <laughs> Adam, I've yet to see your tits, and I approve. I approve of my tits as well. Thank you. What? case three fucks sit around and talk about anything. <laughs> well i mean normally it's four fucks sit around and talk about shit that doesn't matter <laughs> this time it's three fucks and frederick good the good, shark good evening and welcome to masturbate theater <laughs> let no <laughs> Let's, you got, you got, i still have to sit down and show you guys the the video compilations that our videos are part of that are horrific okay oh god no i mean okay we're just saying welcome to masturbate theater whatever (laughs) i i just i really want a youtube channel to go up that's just uh, tales from working in a porn fucking uh theater see i call it masturbates theater (laughs) it's tales from the porn theater just finding condoms in random places and shit hello i'm a master bates and i'll be your guide on this sticky adventure <laughs> <laughs> oh it's good so how are y'all this week y'all tired as fuck yeah i have been playing world of warcraft and uh, i've been grinding robs your soul it while trying to get the Draeanic pathfinder quest does anyway I, I just like how World of Warcraft makes something as erotic and fun as grinding not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I spent up all night grinding. Ooh, did you? On World of Warcraft. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, the death of boners everywhere. Even grinding a pillow is more fun than grinding in World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> grinding fucking anything. A, a bucket of glasses, probably. You know what? I'll give it. I'll give World of Warcraft something. It was. It was fun for the time I played it, but when it was done, it was absolutely done. Yeah, I have yeah. tried. I have made concerted efforts to, well, to enjoy so it. So that's the thing, though, is the times you tried. I imagine you probably tried at Mist of Pandaria. No, I, did. Yeah. I have never played yeah. Mist of Pandaria. So Mist of Pandaria was... People didn't like that one much. As much as I thought it was better because they actually started introducing... You know, characters that you could actually grow to like, like the uh, Lore Master Fow or Lore Master Tau or whatever the fuck it is. Cho. Lore Master Cho. Anyway, there's this panda that, like, follows you around as you quest and stuff. And, like, you see him in various places and he, like, sends you mail. To, like, hey, I found this thing and can use your help. 
and then you know you can go and meet up with him and you can do quests with him and like he tells you about stuff and it's actually i i like that when they you know and then the whole like when you do things it like changes stuff so you know as you set up bases throughout the place it like you, it, actually, the, um, it actually changes yeah uh, and I thought that was cool and then the way they did it and the story was really organic that way, but there was a lot of shit that sucked about it too. <laughs> um, but then Warlords of Draenor came out, which is hailed as the worst expansion ever. Wow. In the history of World of Warcraft. Oh, that's good. Because it introduced all that stupid fucking Facebook mobile game garrison bullshit. <laughs> um <laughs> The garrisons are lame because it's just your garrison and your garrison is in the same place as everyone else's garrison. So it's oh, like so there's nothing dynamic. Nothing no, cool about it. it's like you just have this. It's just makes it like a single player game now kind of thing. It takes a lot of the social aspect completely out of it. That and like the whole like looking for raid, looking for group, looking for dungeon, all that kind of stuff. I remember back in the day when it was if you wanted to find a group to do a dungeon you had to go in the looking for group chat yeah and like spam it and be like lfg wailing caverns in the fucking baron's chat and (laughs) like talk to people now you just queue yeah and like that's the other thing too is like with the queuing for raids and shit it automatically checks your gear to make sure that you're geared up for the raid instead of you know you show up to a raid after a you know looking for raid group chat thing and there's the raid leader there waiting for you and you have to go up to him and he inspects your gear to make sure you're not gonna fuck the raid over that's how that used to go yeah now it's just like you can't even try if your gear's not up to spec at some point i need to force you to come back and try or try in the first place final fantasy i I never i never did try that it's it's excellently put together I've been playing it a lot, and I mean, I don't do well with MMOs, especially if no one else is playing, but I enjoyed it a lot, and I'm still doing story, and yeah. I've been playing for nine months. Um, I don't know. There's a lot about WoW that I do really like. There I, I miss the aesthetic. I do. Um, And I don't know. It, it just felt like not as intense in a lot of ways and then also there was a lot of shit that took a lot of fucking work to get to like there are some rare mounts where it takes fucking oh my god oh my god just the amount of shit you have to go through like there are some where it takes like you know a five-man group to down a motherfucker and then there is a point zero one chance of it dropping this fucking mount kind of thing and like you know, there are other things, like, there are people out there that have actually gone and tried to get every single achievement in World of Warcraft, oh, Yeah, they, which, yeah. They, they're nuts. just hardcore, right? Just nuts. Just... Yeah, so, like, there's a lot of shit to do. And that, that was actually one of the things that really pissed me off when people were talking about WoW. There's like, oh, there's nothing to do. And I'm like, you, you haven't even... You haven't even got to the part where you're doing shit yet. There's an ass ton of stuff to do. Just a lot of it's not necessarily fun. Yeah. yeah. And there's always people who bitch about it, too. Oh, oh there yeah. is. It's achievement grinding and rep grinding and grinding, well, that, grinding. Well, that and the other thing, too, is there's a lot of people that are like, I did all the dungeons. And I'm like, 
No, 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 yeah, you didn't. The, you you did you, them the first time. Well, see, there's there's dungeons and then there's raids, which yeah. are entirely different. Like you, a raid isn't just you go and do a dungeon and it's harder. A raid is the like you don't get to see them unless you start raiding, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it, it like and there's a lot of shit in there too. That and like it, it's there's a lot of really really satisfying stuff in the raids, which. Um, I don't know. Oh my god, microphone. Lol. It's doing go. the fuzzy bullshit again. Yep, it's amazing. Ah. Uh, anyway. It's not gonna stop. <laughs> that is enough about World of Warcraft, I think. Yep. I just went on for like 10 minutes about fucking wow. I'm starting to crave Hot Pockets. We have to stop talking. <laughs> I want a Hot Pocket right now. We'll go get one. I haven't well, been wait, not anything now. interesting recently either, so. Not now. No? No. Um, I've been playing modded Minecraft, a little bit of Factorio. A little bit of Stellaris, Final Fantasy fourteen. That's it. That's yeah, a, that's all I play right now. That's my life. Fox did uh, so graciously purchase Until Dawn, so I oh, could play that. Yes. And we've uh, we've been trying to semi marathon that. <laughs> have you played it? Until Dawn. Until Dawn. I have not played it. How much have you seen about it? I've seen the entire game. Oh, okay. I watched Markiplier play. Oh, uh, okay. And so, that won't make a good video. It has to be fresh and unspoiled. Yeah. Which, by the way, we actually have to do recordings for our fucking 8-bit animals. We do. It's just it's so hard, especially uh, now that, like, we had all this time. And then Fate's just like, no, no time. Yeah. You're, you're, we're fixing your schedule, and now it's just no time. Yeah. Yep. You either but, have the time and the money or the money and the time. Not the time. Yeah, that thing. Time and money. Pick one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you right. get one of these. So, who uh, who has actual not game stuff to talk about? Ah, uh, lots of stuff. Tell. Uh, like there is a the couple. Floor? There's a couple things in the news. Yeah. Well, first off, we have lots of news to pick from because we weren't here last week. Yeah. Well, because there, things just didn't work out. Yeah. There was. Oh my god! Microphone. It loves you. <laughs> it loves you. Um, Feel the fuzz. Yeah, there there was the Brexit. Yep, Brexit uh, happened. That happened. And oh my God, the fucking shenanigans and bullshit that came <laughs> out of that. Poor Britain. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just... It's just... It's still going and it's yeah, going to keep going for The weeks. drama and... Like, that's the thing too, is there's like all kinds of like weird misinformation and non-information floating around yep. about what's going on and who's doing... What the fuck, Mike? Stop. You're not going to fix it. Yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, so there's all kinds of bullshit going on with it. Uh, things like, okay, so, and it's funny because I'm one of the few people on earth, and by few people on earth, I mean lots of people, um, who I don't exactly know how I feel about it or how I would have voted were I there. I huh. really don't. I it, It's a big issue, which it, is, I think, part of the problem with how it was handled. Well, it is. And, like, there's a lot of people that are talking, like, you know, on the one hand, there's people talking about like the money, right? Like, uh, the 360 million is not actually the number and it's actually closer to 180 million. Yeah. And, uh, on top of that there, you know, we get a lot out of it. Like there's the whole free trade thing that, you know, we, uh, what this is getting retarded. This microphone, yeah, it's it, never gone like this before. No, it's never been, uh, put a quick break in here. We need, yeah, to get this I need to at. get this. So this is, it's it's constant right now. 
Sorry, guys. There'll be a super quick break. Could you just hit M on the recording too, pal, just so that I can, uh, I, I can. That's okay. I'll be able to find it by the, the silence. Or whoever edits it. Tells Here, I'm going to talk into your mic, okay? Stuff. Tells. So this is me talking into your mic. And I'm talking away. You're still quickly crackling. Still quickly crackling. Yep. Uh, hello. 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 Test. Test. One, two, three. Test. Ah, oh, that's better. That That's a bit better. Do... Okay, yeah. Okay, here you go. Okay. Hopefully that did something. I just wiggled shit around until it started working. Yay! Wiggling. Uh, <laughs> okay, anyway, as I was saying, with the Brexit, I, I don't exactly know where I stand on it, because there's a lot of shit about it, like I was saying, with the 180 million not actually being the number, and then there's the free trade numbers, and then, you know, what actually they get out of it. Um, On immigration. Yeah, well, that that's the other side of it, too, is, like, they don't get a choice in the immigration thing, which that's a pretty big hot-button issue right now, and I don't blame people for thinking it's a controversial stance to take. That's uh, a little bit. Yeah, it's um, tough. And then, uh, and then there's, you know, on top of that, there's the... Uh, uh, like I was watching another video where uh, people were talking about what actually happens in the European Union, which is things like uh, I think I believe it was Ireland. Um, they were told so there was a big vote about uh, in, in their country about the way they were going to vote on some thing that was going on in the EU. There was some EU policy or something. I don't know what it was, but they were there was a vote in their country about it. And they didn't vote the way the EU wanted. And the EU told them to go back and vote again and do it right. Wow. Um, and see, yeah. Like, and I, there's, I definitely... there's also been more than one occasion where uh, the British vote in the EU has actually been outright discarded, like not counted kind of thing, because they didn't vote the right way sort of thing. So there's a lot of shit there where it's like, well, you know, so people are like, well, we, you know, losing the seat at the table, we won't have the power we do. But the thing is, there's the the people on the other side are saying, well, we never really had power in the first place. They were ignoring us. So it's like, uh, yeah, it, that's the thing is it it's a complicated issue. It's, it is. It's not a single thing. Right. There are, you know, lots of different ways this is going to fall out. Yeah. I mean, like myself, I haven't dug into it a ton. I, I just don't engage in stuff like this as much as I you know, probably should some days. It's global politics that does kind of affect, you know, the way we work. Because yeah. this is going to affect our, uh, the way we handle deals with the UK and uh, Europe in general. So, yeah. So, but like, I mean, just trying to sit down and understand what it meant to leave or what it would have meant to leave was so big that, I mean, it came down to a yes, no vote, right? That those yeah. are the options. Yes, no. This is the same thing that happened in Quebec when yep. they wanted to leave, right? It was a yes, no vote. Yep. Which I just don't think embodies enough to to really, you know, to really give an impact to the people who are yeah. voting yes or no. To, I mean, I'm one of those people who sits down and says, you know, go vote. Votes are important. 
but you need to understand what you're voting for. And I don't know what they were voting oh, for. Oh yeah, they, well, and that's the thing. There, think... there's a lot of shit, and like in the you know there, there's a lot of people too in the stay crowd that are just like you know anyone who voted out is a total fucking moron, and, and they're just racist. And I'm like, no, they yeah. had reasons. They have yeah. different reasons other than just the immigration. Maybe it's maybe the immigration they didn't care either way, but they they happen to. Uh, attached to a bunch of the other issues that they really wanted to see yeah. go through by like, leaving. I know myself if, like, you know, you know me, I voted liberal and all that shit. If Trudeau held a vote and then the country didn't vote the way he wanted and then he went back and said, no, no try again, again, I would never vote liberal again ever. Yeah, that that's a good way to fuck up your politics. I would be pissed, right? Like, and that's the thing is like, you know, that is a valid reason to be very, very angry at the current establishment. Oh, totally. Right. And like, that's, a, that's the other thing is being angry at an established multinational governmental power and not wanting to be in on something like that. That's not an invalid concern. No, right. And it's, it's a valid uh, emotion for sure. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, again, <laughs> I couldn't have gone in and done that vote. Um, well, I mean, me it, if it had affected you the way it affects them right now, I'm sure I, you would have put in a lot more research. research. <laughs> you wouldn't have walked into that voting booth going, I don't know, I saw a fucking bus, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing is the thing that really got to me for the way it's all fallen out is the results. Right. Yeah. 52 to 48 is pretty oh. much as down the middle you can get. Yeah. Right? And, and th that's the thing is like. Like, obviously, there's an entire country of people that are torn on yeah. the issue. Yeah, it's not a it's not a 50 50 kind of deal. It should be a greater majority vote, like yeah. a good yeah. 65. See, I thought that would have been a good first step. It's definitely not the only step that should have been taken. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, it, the other thing that's pissing me off, too, is that like there are people right now that are like, look, the UK fell or the, the, the pound sterling fell in the markets and i'm like well yeah because everyone it, started selling their it, shit it's yeah. a large multinational governmental policy change i'd be surprised if it didn't have an effect yeah. like if they voted stay it would have fucking gone down like no matter what had happened it would have gone down people panic and act exactly that like you know the, it is in no way indicative of the long-term effects that this is going to have in at all like in any way it, this is not indicative of what's actually going to happen no, and what it, the effects it's a are symptom not an indicator exactly it's a, it's a you know there was a large change in the way we handle governmental politics so it's like naturally shit's gonna get stirred up you exactly have to be prepared for that right but you know so uh, and i don't know and then like like you were saying with the whole uh, like i i was talking i think i was talking to Carr about it and he mentioned you know oh the you know the more educated people were the more they voted to stay and i'm like i know educated people and a lot of them are fucking morons <laughs> i also know the state of universities in the world today and you know what's actually getting taught there things like professors getting booted out of a university and being put under investigation for asking students to debate opposing viewpoints. Ow. 
That's, that's, that's ridiculous. You know? So I don't really hold like, the university educations in that, very high regard right now. That that was my university experience. We sat there and there are discussions we had with our professors where we just didn't agree on things at all. And, well, and that's the thing is the in weeks. this class, that was the point of the class. Yeah. So and it wasn't even that he had this professor had particularly stated an opinion. He said, Okay, on this issue. I want you to find the opposing arguments and debate them. That was, it was part of the assignment. Mm-hmm. And right. He got, he and he got, got it put under investigation for it. That's wow. ridiculous. Like, like if you can't, if you can't even argue a viewpoint, like it's, it, it's ridiculous. Like how are you supposed to learn anything or try to be your own person well, and when that, you can't, when you can't have an opinion? And yeah. that, that's the academic mindset is to ask questions and challenge not ask questions, but to take your your beliefs to take what you consider to be correct yeah. and, and shift them around. One of the classes that I found most fascinating for that was intro to anthropology, because one of the things they ha- they tell you and teach you about is um, the way you do anthropological study is you have to be them to yeah. understand what's going on. You can't just dip your toe in. You have to go and do it. Yeah, right. All of it, everything that they do. If if you don't believe in a the part they're doing, you do it anyway. Yep, yeah. because you have to understand from their viewpoint. Yeah. And that, that, that's the thing is, is like, you know, so for me, it's, uh, you know, and, and this is w- one of the reasons I actually, I like the Brexit discussion because there's a lot of gray area. There is a lot of, you know, people think w- things are a way and they're not a lot of the, different points of view, right? you know, yeah. and, and actually, um, you know, in that same conversation I was having with cars, uh, I mentioned, you know, I really like debate. I really do. Because you really do. Well, <laughs> the thing about debate is like half the time, like I sound like I'm really sure of what I'm saying, like I'm really adamant about it. But half the time, I'm no more sure about that than I am about you know how much fucking stardust there is between Earth and the Moon. Like you know, it, it, like so these debates actually they they're not only for me to try to get my point across to a person, but they're also for me to try and um, more fully flesh out and understand my own opinions. Cause like there are things like on the Brexit, I might feel a certain way, but I might not exactly know why. And by debating it and having someone else challenge my beliefs on the topic and the way I see things, and having someone challenge the arguments I have and rationalizations I've made up in my head um, and shooting some of them down or making me realize some of them are wrong. It's actually solidifying or expanding the way I see things in my own world sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't think people should have to be felt made to feel bad or, um, like the, my most hated thing is when somebody doesn't know about something somebody making them feel stupid because that's not fair that's that's not fair at all and i think it's completely fair in the realm of humanity absolutely that if somebody teaches you something about a different point of view or a different way of something and educates you on why they feel that way and you decide to side with them because of new information i think that's totally appropriate and and awesome because you're being taught something rather than just Taking it's good to take a stance on your beliefs, but it's also good to be open to new beliefs and maybe understand why other people think that way 
And yep. it's kind of nice when, you know, you can bring somebody over and to the other side, that, right? That was actually one of the reasons for me with the whole Brexit thing, why the the stay crowd was actually starting to piss me off and actually push me towards. And like, there's the thing is like, I still don't know for sure, but in my mind, I'm thinking I'm leaning more towards the leave. And part of it is actually with the stay crowd. The, the stay crowds during this whole thing, and even now, they're saying that anyone who voted leave, they're just racist, xenophobic, uh, terrible people, and basically shaming people for having an opinion. Uh, Which just isn't, I mean, that's just as naive uh, exactly because you're making blanket statement right so. yeah so it's like you know for me like i have rather controversial opinions on the whole immigration issue right i i'm not like i'm not for completely like you know japan style reject 99.9 percent .9 of all applicants but, but i'm not for just throwing open the doors either you know it's one of those things like it's a very big gray area very big hard to debate topic so i you know and and it's one of those things like when i say that like no you can't just like let people in i've had someone like i said basically you know uh this happened on reddit i basically said you know we get we have the right to pick and choose who we let into the country right that w was almost word for word what i said and immediately three people called me a racist and i'm like yeah and that, no that's not like it's not constructive and it, it, it's not debate either that's yeah. not conversation right that's that's throwing names out to to literally destroy your opponent it just doesn't yeah. work and you didn't say we have the right to let in whatever white people we want <laughs> yeah like I, I didn't say like if they're white obviously let them in like what i was talking about was like we know where problem areas in the world are and we know where high violence populations in the world are and so when people from those areas are coming in, like I actually had the same conversation uh, with Carr, though with Carr, it was much more civil and enjoyable. <laughs> um, but like on Reddit, like I was saying the same thing, like, you know, we know where problem groups on Earth are. We know where war torn nations and heavy violence comes from in the world right now. We have statistics and numbers about that. So to say when people are coming from these areas, which are known to be violent areas, war-torn areas yes they could be victims but first we have to determine if they are actual victims or perpetrators of violence and screening people from those areas more is not unreasonable and it's like you know in my mind that makes sense and it's like that automatically makes me a racist and i'm like i'm not saying you know kill all brown people or fucking like, well, <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny as well is is anybody that's that's like severely against immigration, like severely, severely against it, like lock the door, throw away the key, like swallow it and, you know, bury yeah. it in the backyard, that kind of shit. Let me, any friend, I've had many friends go through issues with immigration where they're about to be, it's like you have six months, you're going to get kicked out of the country, figure out your shit, um, do your paperwork, pay your money. Yep. And a, a fair amount of them, like I've, I've written a lot of uh, reference letters for them to help them, to help them stay. And one thing that I've always put in there is the fact that this person wholeheartedly deserves to live here, mainly for the fact that, let's put it this way, this person is an amazing person and they deserve to be here. They understand the privilege, like they understand 
that it's a good life here. They understand, like, they do, they they completely meld with the Canadian way. Yeah. And they yeah. want to stay here. And I was like... And they want to be a part of Canada. Yeah. Let them stay here, because let me tell you, there is a lot of born and bred motherfuckers here that deserve to be deported. <laughs> so you're going to send away the good ones, and just because you're born here, you get to be an asshole and... Forever. And shit on the country yeah. you were born in yeah. because you live here. Yeah, And that, that was actually one of the other things. In the same conversation I was having on Reddit, someone was like, well, we've got crazy people here already, do they? get deported i'm like you know it's kind of like if you've got it if you've already got a house that's full of something that's full of roaches and uh you know you have just an infestation of fucking roaches everywhere a lot of them you know most of them almost all of them born there bred there roaches but the, just ruining shit for everybody the solution is to not let in more yeah, roaches the solution is not to you know just let more in you know maybe make sure you're not bringing more roaches in, into the fucking house <laughs> you know so uh. it's it's one of those things where it's like you know yes good people who deserve to stay here should 100% be allowed to come here and build a life and get away from the bullshit. Yeah, that they deal with on the you other know, side. Exactly. So, you know, and that's the thing is, like I was saying, is, is it's a big discussion with a lot of gray area. So A lot of gray area. Yeah. So it's like there's, you know, so the people who are, you know, uh, you know, just going back to Brexit here, the people who are like super like, oh, we have to stay. And everyone who doesn't think so is racist. It's like that is just so idiotic to say because it completely disregards half the fucking like half the fucking argument by just calling everyone a racist and you know like we just established there's a lot of complicated issues mm -hmm. and if you're not acknowledging you know half of the issue it's well again how do you have an argument if exactly you just ignore any counterpoint i guess i guess you could kind of think of it as like think of it as like a a pot of stew yeah. right are you going to throw out that entire pot of stew just because you don't like carrots? Yes. But there's but there's a ton of other shit in there. But I fucking despise carrots, so I'm going to throw out this entire thing of stew and nobody gets it. Nobody <laughs> you can't has. Like that it doesn't I don't know. That kind of argument like yeah. and he, who knows? Those people don't know that if there's these people go, "You know what? The immigration thing kind of sucks." They're like, "But I really identify with these other issues. This kind of blows. I sort of wish it was a different way, but these issues are my main problem. This is kind of a flaw, but this is yeah. good stuff, right? Yeah. And, and like I, that, that, that's the discussion people should have been having. Four yeah. good what, things it, to one bad thing, yeah, right? That's like, just it, right? Ultimately, in my opinion, this should have been many different things to vote on. Oh right? yeah, not yes no, and that that's why it's frustrating. That's yeah. why you got your fifty fifty split. Yeah, and well, that, that's the other thing too is like that's what a lot of the leave crowd were saying. You know, with all these issues that we should be talking about, we don't have the room to talk about them because the EU force, forces things to be away, and we don't get a say. And it's like, so okay, well, that's a valid concern. But then the the stay crowd is like, okay, but the money. Right. The trade agreements that we have right now are invaluable to the economy. And it's like, OK, that's another very valid talking point. So there is I don't know. There's, like I said, I don't exactly know how I would have gone. 
I think I would have been leaning leave, but I'm not not sure sure what would have happened when I walked into that fucking voting booth. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll we'll be following it pretty close too. Yeah, we will. I mean, again, we're only when when did the vote happen? Sometime last week. Uh, so we're going to be following it pretty damn close. Um, we probably should uh, should look at moving on because I know Kari talks about this topic, and I know at least two of our emails are also about yeah, this. So, so we're going to be coming back to this today, we no matter will. what. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there there is a lot of unfortunately a lot of the news is political news, and you know there there are there is some like lighthearted jabs to be had in this discussion as much as like it's pretty gigantic, but it's like like one of the things happening right now with like uh fucking uh, like Scotland the independence thing right now, <laughs> um, which is, there's a bunch of Highlander stuff happening all over again. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if any of you saw this. I know I mentioned this to uh, Car and Vox, but uh, somebody, somebody posted a amazing, amazing meme with Merry and Pippin from Lord of the Rings. And they were identifying as Ireland and Scotland and they said, what about second Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, like, King of the internet for a day. <laughs> there has been some hilarious funny stuff coming so out. What about second Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> and Elevenses. Elevenses. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Incredible. All right. So some non-political news. Yeah. Uh, Vox? Uh, I don't have anything. Oh, all right. Okay. So... I, I apologize. I'm going to attempt to keep my composure during this uh, during this article. You already failed. It, yeah, no, it's oh, I know I'm like five years old, but man, <laughs> man, this one's tough. Okay, so I got to try it. I'm sorry. I'm going to try and keep composure. So I'm going to paint you a motherfucking picture. All right. So I know that last week. I had painted you a motherfucking picture about uh, the deaf porn, the yep, the, the yeah, the porn for the hearing or the for the blind. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah for the there. blind. Um, and so I thought this was kind of funny. It's another, it's another sex topic. Sex but, is uh, sex is good. Um, so <laughs> okay, you'll know why. Um, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I, I like how you you can almost not even oh, get this. It's I it broke me so bad because of many things. There's so many things. So imagine. Okay, I'm painting a I'm painting a very good picture here. So imagine. So you're. You know you're 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 in the mood. All right, you're in the mood. Say maybe maybe I don't know maybe you throw on some Barry White. You know maybe you. I don't know. Maybe Slipknot. Maybe you just drop. <laughs> maybe you just tr drop trow and go to town. Who knows? Skrillex but in the back. Yes. Um. It like who knows? But you're getting in the mood. You're uh, you're doing your thing. You sashay over to the bed. You can hear your lover in the other room. You can hear them getting ready, and you get a little excited, obviously. And you know you get your your sexiest pose on the bed you can. And, you know, maybe unbutton your shirt a little bit, you know, and just try to be as sexy as possible. And then... With, with your raging three-foot heart on? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Either your raging three-foot heart on, or your your bed has now become the a waiting pool. Um, 
from how turned on you are. Oh God. <laughs> we have to we have to make this identifiable for both sexes. So <laughs> and apparently oh, oh just wait just wait you're about to be broke even more you got a jacuzzi going on in your <laughs> oh my god <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh. um <laughs> uh, and then as you hear your lover round the corner into the bedroom door all you see is i don't know if any of you seen short circuit but all you see is fucking johnny number five just a skinny robot with huge tank treads coming in, sporting a chainsaw blade with silicone tongues on it. And, what? And, what? And as he rolls up to you with his tank treads, he mentions that his name is Fuckzilla. <laughs> Fuckzilla? Fuckzilla? Fuckzilla. Okay. This is why this like just just imagining Johnny Number Five from the movie Short Circuit being named Fuckzilla with a chainsaw with silicone tongues on it. So. Oh my god. Okay, so Oh god. So <laughs> a recent a recent <laughs> porn industry outfit. Uh I believe oh it was kink.com. They've the same the same engineer, <laughs> the same oh. engineer that made Johnny number 5 from the short circuit movies. Oh. Has made a sex robot. My god. Named Fuckzilla. <laughs> who's Whose attachments uh, include many modified construction and gardening implements. Oh, oh my <laughs> god. Do you have a picture of this? Oh my oh, god. It, it just looks like Johnny Five. <laughs> it literally has tank trail. It's, oh it's the god. same engineer. The same engineer that made the one for the movie made oh, this one. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh I have God. Sorry. This, this I have is to amazing. Share this chat oh, oh my, my god. god. Here, guys, this is... <laughs> I, I can't... I can't... Can I not post links? Oh. You're, you're a mod. You should be able to. Oh, my God. That's breaking. So, this is, this is a, like a real thing. <laughs> yeah, just right now. What, just stop what you're doing. Pause this. And go and look, <laughs> and go look up Fuckzilla. Now, now if, you've never seen, if you've never seen Short Circuit... Go look up a picture of Johnny number five, and then immediately afterwards, go look up Fuckzilla, the sex robot. That is, it is absurd. (laughs) I just, the chainsaw with rubber tongues. tongues. Yeah, that, that, that first picture is, it looks like some kind of weird shit out of like an anime fighting game. Seriously. It does. Uh, that is and and the guy in the chat uh salav said it should be called robo fuckzilla but no 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 you're messing it up it's mecha fuckzilla <laughs> um Ser- seriously like we got fuckzilla then mecha fuckzilla then fuckzilla fuck all monsters we can- <laughs> uh, yeah uh <laughs> fucking what, what, what's the name of that fucking other monster that godzilla always fights um mothra uh, Ghidorah. yeah Ghid- yeah Ghidorah. <laughs> It just, I, it's fucked. Like, Get I was fucka. like, 
I I just I you can't like to recreate like that was like a fantastic childhood movie. Fantastic. That, that is ruining your childhood the real fucking game right there. Oh, yep. that's like I just the same the same guy was just like, "Ah, this worked the first time. Let's see how it looks this way." So, the basis of this is apparently there was there was a there was an actress and like when they first unveiled it, I guess they did like a shadow play version of it before they like totally unveiled it. So basically what they did is she saw it and she was like, I want to fuck that thing. <laughs> so, so like they put on that chainsaw attachment and it like, they did a shadow play, like silhouette thing of it, like a real live thing. And like without watching. And she was just like, Holy fuck. And basically oh my God, because of that, because of that experience, they are now saying statistically they've figured out that in roughly about ten years, women will be swapping out human partners with this thing oh. or its predecessors. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ten years isn't fucking long. No, like there's no time. I just I can just imagine someone dressing it up like the punk thing from from Short Circuit when he comes out. Let's locos kick your balls. Oh yeah, let's locos oh. kick your face. Let's locos kick your ass into outer space. <laughs> Except instead of something like that, it'll be like like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, los locos fuck your ass into outer space. <laughs> Oh my god! I just I I literally uh, just can't get my mind around this. It hurts too much. Like, and there's there's like these these statistics are not like they're purely medical driven. Like actual doctors, there's not just like a bunch of porn industry like bigwigs sitting around and be like, yes, we will definitely replace you know humans in the bedroom. No medical like like medical opinion is that. In 10 years, we will start seeing the swap. And <laughs> after that, people will be apprehensive at first. But if this was like this popular, this fast, they're like, it's shit is going to happen. People are going to be weird about it at first until they get that sweet, sweet, you Robot know, 200 weapons. horsepower. Like, fucking drilledo. Yeah. Like <laughs> they, they're going to. Yeah. They're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god seriously it's like i just can't fuck zilla and it I, looks that, that is amazing how I, much does fuckzilla cost they didn't mention a cost oh, it'll be pricey they're just like us thirty thousand dollars sex let's, toy let's put it this way look up the cost of johnny number five from short circuit because it's the exact same fucking design and literally the only difference is a couple of his tools and they're just reusing <gasps> gardening and construction implements. Yeah. Oh so they're saving God. a whole bunch by not making anything like really outlandish. Like that is, it's actually ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> That's, oh my God. I, I uh, want to know what kind of AI went into programming this thing. Oh. It's something intense. It's mm. going to be some. In, it's it, it's currently remote controlled. No, oh. it's currently remote controlled. I, I can't wait till it's got like the Honda stair climbing robot AI in it. <laughs> <laughs> one, of our, one of our guys in the chat just said, "Give me a robot shaped like a human that we can dress up as a furry, and I can understand where those people are coming from." <laughs> I no, it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Shit. There there will be furry androids. Well, let's let's put it this way. You can get like the porn industry is so far ahead of everyone. Like it not necessarily in a good way, but just like 
anything goes. You can buy those giant jiggly asses. Like yep. it's just a giant ass appliance that you can just have sex <laughs> ass with. Appliance. I like, I like ass appliance. Oh, and, like my people God. are putting like people are putting like the what is it like the the wafu like pillows like in front of it that because <laughs> because they make many of those asses identify like match those characters like that's their mold of their ass and their their sex bits so oh like people like God. put it in front and do it and people are like happy as a clam like yeah i don't and just imagine you, we have fucking vr now oh my god so you, you just combine combine it all together and you we're, we're and get there. we have holodecks. It's, that, that's what we have. We have sexy holodecks. Sex holodecks. Just, just think of the sex time. Deck. Just think of the time when it comes that Fuckzilla is going to be end up being being so conscious of like of his humanity that he has to wear a VR so it pretends he's fucking a robot instead of a human. <laughs> uh, okay. I can't get it up. The, the, the day that... Oh my, the day robots have to use VR. <laughs> the day when you start getting turned down for being too human. The, the robots have to turn to... have to make more rudimentary do, robots do to get under, themselves off. Do you, under, do you guys understand how destroyed humanity's self-esteem will be when the AI sex robots turn you down? <laughs> oh, man. Like, we're uh, just going to... That's when we go extinct. Yeah, what, That's when sex just stops happening. Think, <sighs> think of how brutal it's going to be when people are like... Be like, so do you want to, you know, go back to my place? And actually, I kind of got this robot thing at home. <laughs> like once that starts happening, people, people are just people. Are really yeah. except, except when someone does that, like, actually, I got a, the, the fuckzilla back at home and people will be like, ah, uh, yeah. Model know. one or two. And, yeah. yeah. And honestly, that's a, that's a legitimate, that's a legitimate <laughs> maybe, concern. Like how maybe, maybe we should get our fuckzillas together for a fuckzilla play date. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh God. That's a, that's a legitimate concern. People are having like, they'd be like, will you be able to match up to a robot called fuckzilla? <laughs> like, <laughs> is there going to be any, like, are you going to even be in that same like league? Like the fuckzilla league, like there's not even going to be, there's no way. Yeah, like how? How can yeah. you compete with the tongue chainsaw? Yeah, there's just no. Uh, or the drill. There, there, like, there, there is no licking out the alphabet that will compare to <laughs> the tongue saw. I just, I don't. I, I want to know what like the other attachments. I got to <laughs> see what shit they come up with. Like just uh, in the dude, hardware the, store. Like just go look it up. Jackhammer dildo, the drildo, the fucking. Well, that's but like, could you imagine them unlimited. all going to a hardware store and they just be like, somebody the, could fuck that. The you know? ever wet like, pussy attachment. <laughs> oh. Okay, this topic needs to end, and it needs to end now. Um, <laughs> let's let's break yeah, everyone back into reality by making them listen to car. Yeah, for a we're bit. after the super sexy, uh, fucking <laughs> drildo sporting, chainsaw tonguing, <laughs> fuckzilla. <laughs> we have cars segment, Ca- cash yeah. credit and PayPal. There you go. There's your segue. G- good luck. Uh, good luck following up that one, car. <laughs> Be right back. Be right back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr. Now, you may have remembered uh, a couple of weeks ago, I briefly touched on, uh, actually, in an email that was sent in by uh, Jimmy Wolf about this whole Brexit thing. Now, since then, it's really blown up. Um, But for those of you who don't remember, uh, the Brexit was basically the uh, 
UK had a referendum, yes or no, should we remain in or leave the European Union? And they had that vote last week. Um, I actually do owe a bit of an apology because I did intend on doing a discussion on it before the vote actually happened. But to be quite blunt, I messed up my timing. And uh, by the time the the segment I was going to do, I realized that I was going to be recording and airing that segment after the votes had already been cast. So I didn't feel like it was really that big a deal. Uh, (sighs) Whoops. Uh, Apparently, a lot of other Brightons didn't think it was that big of a deal, but more on that in a moment. So for those of you who may have somehow missed it, the vote ended up being 52 votes to leave versus 48% uh, sorry, not votes, uh, 52 to leave, 48 to remain in the EU. And seeing as they decided to make it a cut and dry referendum with no requirements on majority or anything like that, just a simple vote, the entire country fell apart overnight, basically. Um, now, in the wake of the results of the vote, uh, Mr. Cameron, uh, Mr. David Cameron, who I've done such capital impressions on before, and I'm sure any Brighton listening is going to want to shoot me now, has immediately stepped down as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, leaving an enormous power vacuum in the leadership of, well, Parliament and the rest of the Conservative Party uh, of the United Kingdom. Uh, you've also got a couple of other problems, because in that vote that happened... You've got Scotland and Northern Ireland who overwhelmingly voted that they wanted to remain, but seeing as they're not a populous country, uh, and by the way, this was a straight vote. Like, there was no first-past-the-post. There was they was literally count each and every vote, and there you go. Uh, but again, overwhelmingly, a majority of Scottish citizens had voted remain. A majority of Northern Ireland citizens had voted remain, whereas uh, the more populous England had voted um, to leave. And it wasn't even by like an enormous margin in uh, Britain proper. Uh, and then Wales had also voted to uh, to leave um, along with England. Now, there's some other divides there, too, um, that, again, from varying sources. Now, again, because, of course, it was a, a blind referendum and the best you can do is, is go off of polling data or overlay uh, demographic data, stuff like that, basically do a whole bunch of statistics. Um, overall, it's seeming that the younger generations voted to remain, and the older generations voted to leave. Uh, some other extrapolations have been made based on uh, wealth class, based on education level, and things like that. Um, but right now, o- overall, it's kind of looking like a bunch of old, grumpy, racist Brightons wanting for the glory days of Spitfires and Churchill um, voted to basically ruin it for their grandkids and their great grandkids and all their uh, all their generations to come, really, because now the entirety of Britain is basically going well. Bloody hell! Now what? We didn't have a plan after this. And what's really frustrating is that this isn't just like the average Joe wondering, well, now what does this look like? This is the people who were leaving or leading the Leave campaign going, well, now what? Um, you've got Nigel Farage, the head of the uh, UK Independence Party, UKIP, um, all around Arsehole, uh, since we're going to be using proper British terminology here, who is now going, oh, well, oh, that, um, oh, so let's just take an example. So a couple of things that are being thrown around in the in the pre-campaign, things like the, uh, we send £350 million a week to the 
uh, European Union, let's use it to fund our national healthcare system instead. Well, that's been debunked, and uh, Nigel Farage is going, oh, well, we can't actually guarantee that. Like, we can't, there's not going to be that much of a shift in spending. All right, well, let's go with the other big one. You know, like, okay, well, at the end of the day, we want to keep Britain British. We want to keep England English. So we're going to really stop all this immigration and everything. Well, apparently that's not going to happen either. Uh, apparently there's, you know, it's like, oh, well, actually, immigration would stay static. Okay. Remind us why we're leaving again. Uh, and that's actually making a lot of people now. And, and this is so for those of you, again, who may remember the email from uh, Jimmy a couple of weeks ago was actually centered on the question of should the average pleb be allowed to make major policy decisions like leaving an international agreement and block? Um, and basically it answered, no, not really. Um, and now this is proving why not? Because a lot of these people are now going, oh, well, I just wanted to punish the immigrants, but I wanted to keep all the other stuff. No, it doesn't work like that. You either stay or you go. You do not get to half-ass it. You do not get to pick and choose. This is like back when Quebec wanted to leave Canada, but then wanted to keep our dollar and our passport and fuck off. No, that's not how that works. And now all of these leave voters are lamenting, oh, well, I voted leave just because I wanted to to punish the immigrants or I wanted to vote leave just to, um, you know, with not with the intention of them actually winning so that, uh, the EU would get scared and, and take us more seriously in negotiations about reform of the EU. No, that is not how that worked. You voted to leave. You wanted to pack up your stuff and go. That was what the question was asking. That's not, it's not like cake or death. I'll take death. Okay. Then no, no, I meant the cake. Then why did you say death? Because you distinctly said death. I, and now, I mean, and this is this is the second part of it now, is that with all this is you've now got all an enormous petition that uh, last I checked was about three and a half million signatures basically asking for a revote, um, not a recount, a revote. Do the whole thing over again with clearer rules requiring a majority on either side. Uh, and basically to keep voting until you had that supermajority. I think it was requesting a 60% uh, one way or the other. And then that there's your, your decision. And here's the other problem is should, should you be allowed a do over? Um, I mean, on the, my every rational being said, yes, please stay in the EU by all means, just disregard the referendum entirely and just tell people there are a bunch of twats and just, no, you need to stay in the EU because this is this is going to destroy you. And the evidence is already like the the pound completely collapsed, basically, um, in the days following the vote. It stabilized a little bit and it drugged the Canadian dollar right round with it, along with the, the euro and almost every other stock in the world took a dive. Um, I think it's like some ridiculous amounts in the billions of dollars were just gutted from world stock markets overnight as soon as the uh, result started turning towards that leave vote. And that's because, um, you know, if you want to, hey, if you want the practical example. So, of course, for all of our European or British listeners, you guys are probably already acutely aware what this might mean um, down the line in a year or two, right? You won't be able to uh, work or, and, you know, I'm going to just put this in a, in a bit of a perspective. So last numbers I've heard, there's roughly 3 million um, European nationals living and working in the United Kingdom uh, that are not themselves British. Uh, and then there's about half that number of Brightons working or living elsewhere in the EU under the entire purpose that the EU exists for. 
So that's right away about four and a half million people whose futures are now basically in limbo because uh, a lot of the members of the EU are now saying to Britain, no, you don't get to overdo this. You've allowed to leave. So now you need to invoke uh, what's called Article 10, the, the part of the uh, European Union treaty that talks about, I guess, provisions for leaving. Um, and they're saying, no, you need to invoke this right now. No British leader wants to be the person who invokes this. In fact, Boris Johnson, who was one of the other leaders of the Leave campaign, uh, actually completely dropped out of the leadership race for the Conservative Party in Britain because, well, he doesn't want to be the prime minister that ripped uh, England apart, uh, just like uh, David Cameron did not want to be the prime minister that ripped them apart. Basically, everybody suddenly realizes that if they take over being the prime minister of Britain, they're going to be the prime minister that oversaw their withdrawal from the EU and the subsequent economic collapse. It's become a completely uh, toxic position. Nobody wants to take it now. And now the rest of England is scrambling to do that. Because not only is that in limbo, like I said, the economic future of these four and a half, five million people or so is in turmoil, as is all of the future generations of Brightons who maybe had aspirations of thinking, oh, once I get out of high school, I'm going to go um, work abroad in France or in Spain for a little bit, expand my horizons, you know, get to know this great little part of the world I'm a part of. Now that's far less feasible because, well, now Britain's going to have to start issuing their UK passports again. Uh, they're going to have to basically do trade deals now with the EU on their own. Uh, as well as now have to start making new trade deals again with all of the rest of the countries in the world. Because any trade deals that Canada, the United States, Japan, China, uh, Russia, anybody in the world has with the European Union are null and void when it comes to dealing with Britain once they withdraw. And again, this is an entirely legal nightmare that no one knows how to handle. Um, and all because a bunch of greedy, bloody Britons who were in leadership or who wanted to be the leadership of the, the Tory party basically forced Cameron to do this vote. And I bet Cameron's feeling like a right arse right now because, well, he's lost his job. He sure as hell doesn't want to be a part of this. Uh, and I can't blame him really. I just, I would, I would kind of nope out on this one too. If I was the one stuck, uh, with this, this mess basically. Um, and again, if the very people who were campaigning, to leave, like leading the campaign to leave the European Union now don't want anything to do with the post-EU British world, then it really does make me wonder why the rest of Britain should put up with that. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, there are now parts of the United Kingdom that don't want to. There, It is incredibly and quickly renewed talks about independence referendums in Scotland and in Northern Ireland, with Northern Ireland talking about rejoining the rest of Ireland. Um if that goes through, assuming that Ireland itself stays in the EU, it's just the whole thing has become a right, utter, total mess. And it really does kind of exemplify um, that, say, a quote they've been thinking about this last week. Democracy is the worst form of government that has ever been tried, except all of the others. It was Winston Churchill, and I have a feeling that if he was still alive, he would just be shaking his head at what has suddenly happened to his country. But that's all from me tonight, guys. My name is Carr. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Just don't hit Foxella with your ass. Are you okay? So, yep. Would you like some water? So the one thing I know Carr would want us to mention on air, too, is uh, the article he was referencing is Article 50. Not 10. Not 10. So...
Pain Magic. Joke. Magical. Magical. Mm, Cheetos. Mshik. Mshikl. Ho, ho, ho. Ah, c'est la magique. So, <laughs> shall we move on to the email? Move Jamal? On. Yeah. Yeah. So Whoa, we have, Jamal. We have four emails e-mail. from two people. We do. Yep. How about we just start from the bottom? Okay. The bottom. Dear Greek lesson about Zephilia. Um, <laughs> third level boss of Gauntlet Dark Legacy, Mammalian Snake, and Tin Can Billy. Wait, well, I, wasn't that... Wait. Wasn't that... That was a last week's one, I thought. Uh, it was from last week, yes, but we never oh, read it. Yes, we weren't here. I think I just read it in my head. Yep. That's why. Uh... So I'm assuming I'm the third level boss from Gauntlet Dark Legacy. I'm actually looking that up right now. And then <laughs> you are the Greek lesson about Zophilia because Griffin's in Greece. Hey, the the canon reason for Griffin's is because a, uh, what it would be, it'd be an eagle and a lion met at a love spring. They drank together and then boom, that's how you get crossbreeds. Okay. Aww. You need to read Xanth books. That's how all of the crossbreeds happen. They're all the fault of love springs. Um, so... Also, uh, everything can After 12 flights and 24 days and a metric fuck ton of work, I have finally returned to the land of tea and cunts, which I call home. <laughs> <laughs> I, Britain is now forever the land of, of tea, tea and, and cunts. cunts. I like that. I like it too. That's um, amazing. Uh, spending a large amount of time in a foreign land has introduced me to cultural norms which seem far from normal to the mind of a modern Westerner. Tasks such as drinking water and flushing toilet paper are not as we've come to know them in our privileged lives. In South America, or at least the countries where I've been working and staying, water should only be consumed from the bottle, never the tap. You'll learn this the hard way if not informed ahead of time, whereas toilet paper is binned and not flush. My question to you is, have you ever come across any cultural norms that you found odd? Uh, German toilets. German Um, toilets are weird. Explain. They they don't have water. It's oh, a, it's a poop shelf. It's <laughs> poop a shelf. Poop. Yeah, there's like a it's like a uh, there's a hole at the very front, and then it's just like this shelf. And then when you flush, water sprays down from the back and pushes everything oh, over and down the hole. Weird. And it's okay. really smelly and it's gross. <laughs> to be fair, when I was in Greece, you don't you don't flush toilet paper. You're not allowed. Yeah. Because it'll break everything. Wow. So um, there's little bins and they're they're disgusting. That's, oh, I could that is horrifying. I would not want to be a janitor. And uh, they just like here's the poop paper bin. bag. Oh uh, uh, gross. Yep. Um uh, yeah. Um and it was funny because the the German that we had come over from uh uh come back over with me. Uh, after he, him being used to the German toilets, the first thing he said about the toilets here was he comes out and he's like, your, your toilets, plumpskloofen. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even need to translate that no, word. No, I it, don't think you need to explain how that means. It, it, it worked very well to describe <laughs> what he thought was weird. Um, uh, yeah, that, that was one weird thing. Oh, that's funny. Um, I mean... I've been to Greece and some of their cultural norms are weird. Actually, their cultural acceptance of sexuality is shocking to me. Where? Here, uh, Greece. Oh. Because landing in Greece in the airport, right? There's a rack of postcards. 
And I'm like, oh, I'm in a foreign country. Let's go look at them. And they're, you know, you know, pictures of the islands and of the ocean and of, of all beaches. the ruins and the beaches. And then you rotate it. And okay, these are still pictures of beaches, but now there's people with no pants on sitting beside each other. That's a little weird, but, you know, this is not blatant anything here. And you turn the rack again and you get literally sex, both photographic and in the artwork of the time, like the, the historical artwork. Mm-hmm. If you want to have a good time, you go and look up art, historical representations of Pan. He just giant dick. His his penis is everywhere. Yep. And he does all kinds of things with it. In everyone. I specifically brought Adam <laughs> back a bottle of liqueur from uh... Greece that was shaped after Pan, and it is fully featured. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's it was pretty great because I'm like, oh, after I break my mic, uh, I was like pulling it out of the bottle, and I was like, I looked at the side of the box, and I'm like, okay, I was like, ah, that's pretty funny. And then you pull it out, and you're just like, it keeps getting stuck on something. <laughs> and you're trying to pull the rest of the bottle. It's just like funk, and I'm like, good lord! Like it's just got like a four foot ween, like, <laughs> and he's just like. That, that I was, was just actually, like, I'd stand like that, too, if I had, like, a four-foot penis. That was actually something that, that got me about German TV um, uh, as well. Like, have you ever seen, I think it was, like, Euro Trip or something, where there's oh. the orange juice commercials with the oh, two yeah. topless chicks? Yeah, they're not exaggerating. No, they're not. It, like, literally was watching TV in Germany, and it's like... You know, some fuck it was basically like some cartoon sort of thing or like some drama, like not late night TV. This is like six Middle in the, the afternoon kind of thing. <laughs> and yeah, just tits all over the commercials. And then back to this like adolescent show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just like, huh, well how about that? How about that thing? Well, it's like, uh, what is it? Uh, simpsons representation of latin tv same thing it's like a kid's show and there's a there's a lady with pasties on and she's like okay children clockwise and she just like starts swinging and she's like counterclockwise and i was just like that's amazing but uh, yeah i guess yeah. it's not far off the well the path, thing is uh, that, that is one thing about uh, uh north american culture that bugs me is our like no sex penis, be scary the penis and boobies are gross and will corrupt children and everywhere else is just like um not really yeah, yeah. no violence and bad language for days yep. they could they could just go and do but whatever they want one nipple yeah and, and you're people, going to destroy the younger generation the credibility of our yeah, yeah. of our children yeah it's, no it's ridiculous i wonder how many businesses in greece have penises in their logo <laughs> there's probably a few i bet you there's a few I mean, and i, I want to see one of those uh those businesses make international news so that uh fox news has to put a giant penis on their uh on their broadcast that'd be great <laughs> you know they'd have to blur it out because uh, fox yes. yep all right shall i fox news i will continue here yep so Hello, cast of Unfurled. I can't think of names. Sorry, it's 1.30 a.m. Good Lord. Oh, Jimmy, I know you're awake anyway. Yeah. Um, after I emailed you last time on the referendum in the UK, I said it was a mess and looking like the whole thing was going to the wire. 
as it currently stands, it's looking like we're going to leave uh, by a small margin. I voted to remain. Uh, so this is obviously disappointing for me, but it's still early in the night and an awful lot more votes to count. So this came in on vote night. This is the 23rd. Uh, the value of the sterling is dropping through the floor as this was a big shock. And if this continues, we're set uh, for years of difficulties. Uh, so I was looking at studying abroad, possibly in Canada for my master's course. Um, anyone was wondering if you guys could recommend any institutions in the country that were known for humanities masters, particularly politics or philosophy, uh, which is what his degree is in. Uh, escaping feels like a good idea in Canada. Sounds like a lovely country. Have a good evening. Jimmy Wolf. Canada is a lovely country. You should come over. Unless you're broke. Yeah. Don't come here poor. Um, <laughs> um uh, yeah, bring it's money. Very, very, very expensive to live in Canada. This is not like the states, um, which is very cheap to live in. You know, the the things that are on the dollar menu in the states are actually a dollar thirty five or something. You know, it went up. It's like a dollar sixty nine or something. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, you know, and then uh, ramen is actually more than nine cents. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Universities known for humanities, though, you'll have to do your research there. Yeah, the ones here aren't, unfortunately. You go to U of A, but you'd have to go into engineering. Yeah, there's <laughs> an engineering one. Uh, I don't even know what the UFC is known for now. Probably lives, probably. Probably engineering. Um, Mount Royal University literally just started, so it's not known for anything other than being a new university. Yep. Uh, the only thing, as far as that goes, is is mun. Mun in Newfoundland is outrageously cheap. Like everybody goes to Newfoundland for school and then Yeah. Oh, it's apparently just like pennies a day. Like it's <laughs> it's one of the few universities that's like well, because nobody's like it, it brings who people to, who goes to Newfoundland for university, right? Yeah, that's that's kinda it, right? So but Mun Mun is like Is that is that, that weird place where it's a half hour off from all the times? the time zones i don't know honestly it's, it's that newfoundland or labrador or is it pei no because it's Newf one of those because newfoundland I, newfoundland i think is um i think it's three hours yeah yeah one of them is a half hour off because they just decided to be difficult <laughs> guess what <laughs> assholes oh. yeah um so i don't know there there's a couple you could look at I mean, yeah. you could just go to one of the big ones, like you know, Ontario. Fucking go to Toronto, UVic or BCU. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty huge too. Yeah, I mean, like you know, just do your research. You'll find there's one thing that the internet's good for. It's people telling you their opinions, and you'll yeah. find good. <laughs> you'll find a good. You'll find a good restaurant school. You'll find a good taxi company. You'll find a great coffee shop. It doesn't matter. Everybody. They'll, you'll just count the stars and you'll be fine. <laughs> just don't listen to anybody that tells you Tim Hortons is good. Keep that troll swill far away from your body. <laughs> I, I think you're going to get yourself lynched. I actually found out that McDonald's in Canada purchased the uh, the exclusive rights to the coffee that Tim Hortons used to serve before they were bought by that Brazilian company that now owns everything. Oh. So that's why oh, that's so crazy. McDonald's serves it's... the old Tim Hortons coffee. That's actually kind of funny. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, good on you, McDonald's. Yeah, so basically Tim Hortons is serving the old school McDonald's troll swill that they used to get from fucking <laughs> Cisco. They did swapsies. And then McDonald's was like, really? And then they bought the Tim Hortons coffee. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. And that's why McDonald's, that's why people are like, hey, McDonald's coffee's pretty good. McDonald's is also more Canadian owned than fucking Tim Hortons. That's yeah, ridiculous. Right which is stupid. So if you want the Canadian restaurant, go to McDonald's. <laughs> as depressing as that is to say. That, that hurts a little. <laughs> I don't know. They've been stepping up their game. What's our next amal? Um, we've got another email from Satanic Furry. Dearest Unfurled, I didn't have time to write a short letter, so I wrote a long one instead. Just realized all of our emails are from British people. Wait. Wait. <laughs> I didn't have time to write a short letter, so I wrote a long one instead. I like it. <laughs> okay. It is a solemn day Logic in the kingdom infallible. today. After a truly, mi- what is it? After a truly minor percentage in the British referendum, Britain is no longer part of the European Union. It is actually still a part of the European Union until Article what was it 40 50 50 50, until that's invoked it's still there uh in a referendum where the old have royally ass fucked the young we are now left with foxzilla uh we are now left in a world where our where our currently the pound has dropped off a financial cliff and it's only a couple hours after the vote has been announced a drop which is unprecedented and slowly declining to level of the crash in the 80s Ooh. Because of this, we are unable to pay the guy who comes up with, with your names, so you will be getting reduxed. The Nightmare Before Tal, 28 boxes later, The Night of the Living Roland, and Adum the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, really did, they really did not pay that guy. Those are terrible. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bugging. Uh, back to the topic in hand. There have already been calls of reunification of Ireland, something which is big given their history, and another attempted exit of Scotland, all while leaving England and Wales by themselves a broken kingdom. So if you see that bitch-ass punk Quebec, tell them to give up on their ideas of leaving. It will only lead to their own demise. From the desk of Grand Marshal Hex. I think we've already covered this topic extensively. Yep. We, we did, but it is a pretty good email. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. The, yeah. This is the Brexit cast right it now. Is. We're Brexit like cast. Half of our first segment and then the car segment and then half of our emails are all Brexit. Well, this is this is second Brexit right now. Yeah, this, this is, is second Brexit. Second Brexit. Okay, tell one more. Okay, hello again, you crazy and lucky as hell Canadian bastards. Love you, really. Wrote an email last week, which didn't get read, and it was far ah. more reasonable than this is going to sound. Wrong. Britain is fucked worse than I could have imagined was possible. The only political party which has got its shit together is the Scottish National Party, <laughs> who can do bugger all. So basically, we have no leadership, no plan, no idea what the hell is going on, and no way of getting anything done. I knew some people in the UK were idiots, but I really hoped it wasn't the majority, and apparently it is. So Canada seems really freaking appealing right now when you've got a prime minister who is A, hot as fuck, and B, a decent guy. <laughs> Be careful now, because there was that whole elbow... Yeah, I mean, he just goes around elbowing so, women. Sorry, yeah. um, disgusting molestation nubs thing uh yeah. that happened uh you know so he's not that he's great a violent of, prime minister yeah he's violent and uh sexist so uh <laughs> <laughs> we have a decent person in charge of our labor party but he's about as effective as a wet paper bag as a party leader um anyway serious question do you think the brexit will actually happen increasingly we're becoming convinced it won't because it makes no sense at all and everyone with a brain recognizes that especially the politicians in westminster or Westminster, who've been backtracking like crazy if they were on the leave side. Anyway, Randover, tell, I'll let Tal have the angry fur title back for the rest of the show. Regards. 
So yeah, we we definitely covered this. We did to death. But if you have any particular, this goes for everyone. If you have any particular comments, responses to what we've said here, send it to us. We'll be happy to read it as usual. And uh, thanks yep. for writing in. Especially if you disagree with me, I will uh, rapidly and effectively shut your argument down. <laughs> <laughs> I will drop the hammer and destroy your argument. I need to come out. I need to have a, like a debate segment where I come out talking like fucking, you know, Hulk Hogan. <gasps> Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> fucking Amer- that, that warrior guy. The American warrior, whoever. Ultimate warrior. Or ultimate warrior. Fucking <laughs> 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 just heavy breathing. He's just doing ass ton of drugs and then just going. <laughs> yep. You'll, you'll uh, fit perfect into that. <laughs> yep. So right, I think it's time for us to. I think it is. Go do something else. Goodly the fuck to do. Okay, podcast over. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, some days I wish it was that easy. Movie over. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> you eat too much. Uh, so we would like to thank Omari and Scream Fox for thank the you, logo and the music, respectively. Uh, we would like to thank all of our beautiful, beautiful patrons. You are so sexy. Mm. I think about my patrons at night while masturbating vigorously. Mm. And now we don't have yeah. any. Um, yeah. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us or find our Patreon or find our YouTube or our Telegram group or our Twitter or any of the other bullshit that we put out into the world of quality content, that is the internet. You can find us uh, on our website, unfurled.net. Uh, all of our links are there, including our contact form where you can send us emails and shit. If you don't want to use a contact form, you can also just email us at us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. And uh, Good night. we are going to head out here. I have World of Warcraft to grind on. Goodbye. <laughs> He's got to grind. He just uh, he got this new toy. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Fluxilla. It's uh, it's being uh, expediently shipped over here yeah. as uh, as we speak. I, so I want a Fluxilla for for uh, for Christmas. Fluxilla. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, all the rich, lonely housewives that will own that. But Ugh. as usual, send me draw things, and then I'll actually draw something. But other than that, as always. I'm going to make you wait for it. (laughs) We love you and we miss you.